Hello, this is Timmy Black, and welcome once again to another episode of The Lives of Contemporary Artists. I'd like to, I'd like to take a step back, and and I'd like to, I'd like to take a step back and express, express my appreciation for all those who devote themselves to the teaching profession. The schools are are open, the students are back, and I think it's a, I think it's fair to say that all of us have acquired a, a deeper, uh, a truer, a more profound appreciation for those who have dedicated themselves to educating our, our young people. Hats off to the teachers. Now, I won't pretend here to be a, an expert in, in uh, history, nor do I profess to know that much about uh, biology. In fact, I, I, actually, I actually harbored a distinct adolescent disdain for my science books and, 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 and my failure to retain much of the French I took is, is, fairly, is fairly evident. But what I do know is that I love you and I know that if you love me too, what a wonderful world this would be. Anyway, getting back, getting back to teachers, I, I, I have to tell you, I know a lot of teachers. Well, actually, let me um, clarify that a bit. I know a lot of artists, and artists, as we know, love to teach. Just kidding. In fact, in fact... <laughs> In fact, a, a fairly accurate measure as to the seriousness of any particular artist is to the degree with which they resent their students. I mean, let's face it. Don't you think they want to spend as much time as possible in the studio? I mean, sure, teaching is a lot easier than, than driving an Uber, and, and the hours are pretty good. And I'll tell you, the three-month summer vacation makes the indolent juillets and outiens of France look like freaking workaholics. But anyway, as if it weren't bad enough, feigning interest in, in, in poorly drawn, poorly yet earnestly painted pictures that are deeply personal unless they are deeply political, but by no means derivative unless, of course, you put them into the context of the past, unless you put them into the context of the past, I don't know, 500 years of art history, uh, as if it weren't so completely dispiriting trying to explain to an undergraduate holding a comfort pet why it's not enough to just buy stuff at a garage sale and throw it on the floor and call it sculpture. I mean, it's not easy critiquing a budding conceptual artist who is convinced that they alone have discovered the flippant ironies of kitsch. And when they appropriate, say, appropriate, say, a, a, a Bob Ross and Pee Wee Herman, they are somehow, somehow challenging the hegemony of the patriarchy. No, uh, I, I gotta hand it to teachers. It, it's, it's hard work and it's getting harder every day. Listen, I have a friend, a friend, an artist, and an artist who teaches. She doesn't want me to, she doesn't want me to use her name, but she's been teaching for many years, and, and, and she explained to me recently how radically the profession has changed just over the past few years. 
She told me, she told me that when she first started teaching, she would just get up in front of the class on the first day and, and sort of uh, deliver a profanity-laced stream of consciousness screed about our cultural endowment and how artists are the custodians of that culture. But that was before the word culture became so loaded. But, but, but she told me that in those days, her, her speech used to stir her students. It used, to, it used to awaken them, inspire them, and even scare them a little. But nowadays, she tells me, teachers can't afford the risk of stirring students because that might, that might threaten their sense of, of safety. Professors are now obliged to attend two-day professional development training sessions and things like, like uh, preventative anguish management and uh, receptive, non-subjective languaging. I, I, I asked her, I said, when did the word language become a verb? And she just swatted me down like, like I was a bed bug. She said, Timmy, don't you listen to your own podcast? You covered that language verb thing about 20 episodes ago. I did. Maybe I did. I don't know. Anyway, anyway, she told me about these, these team building exercises she's obliged to do with her colleagues. Their, their monthly faculty meetings have turned into a kind of adult uh, I don't know, kindergarten sharing and, uh, and, you know, sharing, sharing with each other like like, 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 turn to the person next to you and share with them three of your biggest fears. She says to me, if I wanted to share, I would have moved to a commune. And, and of course she's right. Artists are not supposed to be team players. They're, they're not indiscreet blabbermouths ready on a dime to share their feelings with an imperfect stranger. Artists shouldn't be pressured into, into ice breaking exercises or guided meditations or awareness coaching. Artists don't spend their entire lives locked in their studios, wrestling with their demons, digging mostly in vain, like, 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 like sunstroke archeologists sifting through dirt, desperately, desperately trying to to, to make something, to make something, to make something up that's original, something that's, that's true, something, something dangerously unique, only to be told that when they stand in front of a class, they have to make absolutely certain that their speech and their body language and their perspectives must remain absolutely neutral. I mean, I've heard some doozies from a lot of my artist friends. A friend of mine, a friend of mine teaching in the in the San Francisco Bay Area was scolded, scolded for using the term master. Apparently up there you can't say master. You can't say master like as in, I don't know, the great masters or or masterpiece or master drawing. And I suppose that somehow the word master could suggest a condition of, 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 of subjugation, of asymmetrical power, of class. But I don't know, you'd have to, you'd have to be allergic to metaphor in order to make that, that connection. But as they say, I suppose even paranoids have enemies. Another colleague of mine, an art history professor, got into hot water for describing a group of figures painted by the Flemish Baroque artist 
Peter Paul Rubens as, as Rubenesque. Imagine that, describing a Rubens as Rubenesque. <laughs> what were they thinking? Really? And, and, and have you heard about the critique wars? You, you, know what a, you know what a critique is, you remember that. It's, it's, an, it's, an artist, it's an art student's rite of passage. You put your work in front of your professor and your peers and you allow yourself to be sub, subjected to all manner of dissection and evaluation. And they can be cruel. Make no mistake, some teachers are legendary for their probity, which which, which can be brutal. And, and if you feel vulnerable during a crit, well, that's how they're supposed to be. That's how they're designed. You don't become an artist if your friends and your teachers waste their time empowering you with encouragement. Not everyone gets a prize at the end. Some people cry at these things. At least that's how it used to be. That, that's how it was before before the word bully became that, that magic wand, that spell-casting, get-out-of-jail-free, instant annulment discourse killer. Teachers, teachers have to watch their every word, guard every emotion, soften every stridency, check every privilege, because the space between one disgruntled student and getting summarily dismissed like a Jeopardy host is always only one B minus away. And, and, and that's why a lot, of, a lot of artists are quitting. A lot are quitting teaching altogether and, and, and they're starting to sell crocheted bucket hats on Etsy, which by the way, should not be poo-pooed. There's, there's nothing wrong with craft. Craft is cool. I, I, I know some people, some elitists turn their nose at macrame and, and quilting, but not me. I love that stuff, especially needlepoint. And don't be surprised if Timmy starts profiling knitters and potters and weavers and ghost gun makers on the lives of contemporary artists. <laughs>